Okay, bye. Bye. It's the Bombshell Show with my Ashola, and today's co-host is a Black Girl Abroad, and today's mm-hmm. episode is brought to you by Roscato. You guessed it because you heard on last episode. I already told y'all. Roscato is on sale at Fiesta, and if you don't live by Fiesta, you can go find it at Olive Garden. If you can't find it at Olive Garden, find an H-E-B, but it's a sweet red, and it's kind of like um, a better Moscato. I don't like Moscato because Moscato is very oh. sugary. It's too sugary for me. I can't do it. It's sugary. Um, but this is a, it's a red, so it's a little bit more of a dryness to it, a little bit more of a cherry flavor versus like a sugary flavor. But it still has mm-hmm. it's more like a Moscato Diasti. So, are you familiar with this Moscato Diasti? I am, I am. And you know what? When I was younger, I was a fan of Moscato, but I'm like you know, I'm like it's too sweet. Girls out here on keto, and we need something a little more health conscious. So yes, yes. I'm all for the red. It's a sparkling red. So that's what our show is brought to you t- by today. Riscato. Because, cause yeah, they, you know, because they, they don't sell. And y'all know I love sales. Anywho, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and let Black Girl Abroad introduce herself. But I wanted to bring her on the show because y'all know, y'all know I love traveling. Like, that's my favorite thing to do. That's what I do with my money and all my time. I don't buy purses. I don't buy shoes. I buy plane tickets. So I want yes, her to introduce yes. herself. Go ahead and tell them about you. Hi, everyone. I am LaQuisha Nelson, a.k.a. Black Girl Abroad. I am excited to be on the show today because I, too, love traveling. Yes. Um, So what made me start up Black Girl Abroad was I took a leap of faith and moved to Kuwait. And a lot of people are like, oh, my God, are you serious? You're going in war. You're going to be around (laughs) terrorists and blah, blah, blah. Right. You're laughing. Propaganda, man. Propaganda. Right. And, you know, my, you're stamped in culture, so, hey, we know these things are not happening. But, listen, I had to take that leap of faith, do these things, and I'm, this is the best decision I've ever made in my entire life. So that's how you have me, Black Girl Abroad. Yay! And we, there's so much I can even get into on that and propaganda in America and everything. But I'm not going to. We're going to go to our Ask My Show, and we'll come right, back to that. Right. Remind me, remind me, because I can, I can talk all day on that, man. Whew, let me let me not even, let me not even. Moving right along to, to Ask My Show. So today's, is it's a really good topic. I think it will help a lot. It has nothing to do with travel, but that's what came in today. So, and of course, as always, they want to be anonymous. Um, It says, Dear My Ashola, what would you do if your best friend seems like she doesn't want you to be happy? She has done things to sabotage your relationship and admit it while crying that she doesn't know why she does these things and why she says those things. But if it was anyone else, then she says, if they did that, that's not your friend. For example, lying about your significant other, sleeping with someone when she knows that is not to be true, saying untrue things to make you look bad to your significant other or her part and her partner, giving bad advice um, as if she's trying to attempt to intervene with your relationship. What are your thoughts? thoughts on this friendship first of all oh lord first of all i keep hearing relationship things. i keep hearing relationship relationship i didn't hear nothing about your job your car your mama it seemed like she jealous of your relationship first first of all and she right that's not a friend but what, what would i do she got to go it's 2019 and yeah. we're too grown. i'm not i'm not sure how yeah. old you are exactly but i don't care if you're 14 she got to go and there's so yeah. many more people in the world it's billions of people in the world 
She got, I, there's not even a what do you do to make this salvageable. It's not. Tell her to get some help. Run, bitch, get some help. Get some therapy. But you don't need to be there for it. And that's not something that's, that's going to be beneficial to you and your sanity and your help. So that's my short answer. But I'm sure, you know, Black Girl Bride is a much better long answer because y'all know I cut people off real quick. Well, not quick. <laughs> not quick. I don't, I give people chances, but it seems like she's had multiple chances and she knows what she's doing wrong. I give people chances right. when they don't understand that this is wrong to do because everybody's raised differently and everybody has an understanding of what you should and shouldn't be doing. But this person already said she knows it's wrong. She don't know why she's doing it. Then that's on her. She got to go to the left. I'm done. I can't go ahead. Do you have a, do you have a, a better suggestion for her? Actually, I I 100% agree with you. Um, we're at a point in time in our lives where we have to start living for ourselves and not others. And the truth of the matter is, I too, and 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 this is still current because they're still my friend. I too have a friend like that. That's sort of kind of like that. Um, and I don't like to call it jealousy. You know, honestly, I don't like to claim those type of people in my life. But what I will say is that I love them from a distance. You know, I love them in doses um, because now I don't share any of my information about my relationship or anything like that because I don't want it to be a constant issue. And, of course, they're going to say as, as your friends, oh, I'm protecting you. But how are you protecting me? You know, how are you protecting me? I mean, that's life. I'm going to go out. I'm going to get my feelings hurt. Uh, I mean, you never know. This could be the one. So, I would say, honestly, if this friend knows what they're doing is wrong, if they know what they're doing is not okay, and you have expressed how unhappy this makes you, I would move around. Because let me tell you a piece of advice. That friend is going to get a man and going to be laid up under their man, and then you're going to be the one lonely and looking confused so exactly yes boo. Do, and they know do, what they're doing that's do. my thing if you know what you if you know what you're doing that's on you i'm done i only give right. chances to people who honestly don't know because i know that there's sometimes i mess up and i it was not my intention i didn't know what i was doing so i give people chances but and i don't even right. give you multiple chances because maybe maybe i didn't explain correctly maybe you didn't get it but the second you actually know and you just do it anyway oh you got to go you got to go right I, and that's I what i will say on. about my friends my friend learned from the previous time, and now it's like, okay, if you happy, cool. Cool. Thank you. That's all I ask. Mm-hmm. I don't have friends who continuously do like that. We learn from our lesson. We grow from it. We talk about it, communicate, and we move on with life. You know, that right there, if it's habitual, no, you have to let go. Not to be confused with somebody trying to be your friend and help you out. Now, this person is just lying, but I know that I have somebody that um, it's one of my friends and I, well, I call her my friend. I don't know if she's my if she's I'm her friend, but we might be the <laughs> associates, the business associates. But I call her one of my friends and she's telling me about a relationship that she's in. And I'm just telling her to be really careful about this relationship because I see a lot of red flags and I'm not hating. Right, right, I'm, right. I'm married and happy and everything else. But if I see red flags, I'm going to share with you. Just because I, I I care about you and I want to look out for you, but at the same time, I know boundaries and I've said my piece. I'm not going to, you know, drag it home or whatever. Right. I'm just going to say what I have to say. And if you take it, you take it. If you don't, you don't. I just feel like as your friend, I should say something. But then I'm leaving it alone. So don't take it as, uh-uh, she tried to tell me this and the other and I'm done and I don't want to talk to her. Mm-mm. Sometimes you need to take everything with a grain of salt and just know that sometimes people just, they just care about your well-being. And they might be wrong, but at least they care enough right. to say something. And as long as they're not overbearing, then that's fine. I'm good with that. Absolutely, absolutely. So that's our that's our ask my shoulder for today. Hopefully they helped you out, anonymous. Um, I'll let you know when your episode airs because I know who you are, but you ask to be anonymous, so I'll keep you that way. 
Uh, but yeah, that's whew, that's a yeah, that's a situation they got to go. Mm-mm. And that's Mm-mm. heavy. And you know what's so crazy? Recently, I had a family member tell me about my significant other. Now, I will let your audience know. I my significant other. I'm in a long distance relationship naturally because I'm in Kuwait. But even before I was in Kuwait, I was still in a long distance relationship because he is from Jamaica, mm-hmm. born and raised. He still lives there to this day. He still works there. Like nothing about you know that has changed. However, you know I have um, a family member who's like that's not love and that's this and this and that. And you look stupid. And I'm like, really? And, you know, he got another wife. He got a female. He got this and that. And it was so funny because my friend was in the background and she was listening. She was like, yeah, he got a fiance. And my aunt was like, wait, what? He has a fiance? A fiance? What do you mean? And I said, yeah, you're looking at her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, so it was so funny because, yeah, she was thinking it was like a whole other woman. And I'm like, no, you're looking at her. Like, fiance, right here, right here. And it, so, not only that, like, cause y'all know I'm Polly. If you don't know I'm Polly, you know now I'm Polly. So even if he do, okay, if that's my business, that's my business. And so, and so, what you gonna do about it? Not nothing. So, well, look, he don't. He... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying no, it's your prerogative. Don't. If he did, that's not, and you but, cool with that. Who, who she ain't got nothing to say about it. Is that's your business, right? But it also just made me look at people like some people are so close minded that. They only see what's in front of them. And my whole thing was, sweetie, I've had men I talked to in Houston, Texas, that was in front of my face every day and still find time to do who they want to do when they want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you can't let those type of things scare you from what could potentially be the love of your life, you know? Definitely. I mean, there are whole shows on it now where women have met people and they've been dating for years and years and years and they finally, you know, reach out and get together and it works out fine and perfectly and great and they're happy. And and that's, I mean, who are you to tell somebody it's not going to work out? You don't know their life, you know what I mean? Right. And I'm going to tell you all this too, from just me being long distance and this is going to be the last thing I say about it. (laughs) Because I was saying that's going to be it. I love the long distance thing. Like, like I get my privacy, I get my space, but then when we come together, we together, we did like look, I don't need a man I look under me twenty four seven. Like that's too much. That's it depends on it depends. I travel a lot, so that, that's my <laughs> that's my long distance. My husband and I get along just fine because he's a football coach and he's gone majority of the time. Um, being a football coach and then I'm gone a lot of the time not being in America. So it kind of right. works out but for both of us. And it's to me, it's healthy, and we work really well with that. It's not for everybody, but that's for me, and my relationship for me. So as long as you're not bothering me and you're not trying to tell me nothing by myself and you, you've said your piece and you left it alone, I'm good. We all good. We Everybody's happy. So Damn. that's what we're going to say. But we're going to move on to our next segment because I, I can talk a whole thing about I need to have a poly episode. Okay. We'll talk about that another day. But <laughs> I want to talk about getting yourself together lots of people say they want to you know i'm traveling 2019 i'm taking flights catching flights not feelings and they don't know the first thing about actually doing that they don't know how to accomplish that so i want to talk about the steps to take to get that in order ahead of time it's january and a lot of y'all i have no kids so my i have no kids and i own six businesses i don't get no money back for taxes i'm paying government but a lot of y'all getting tax money back and i want to tell y'all what to do we want to talk about the proper steps to be able to go travel so there's about four things I want to speak on. And I and I got, you know, my, my travel bay here, Black Girl Broad. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> I want to touch on first, passport, passport, passport. 
in passport things you have to, hurdles you have to overcome. And I'll let you start because I'm sure you've not only passports but visas. I'm sure that you've had a, a lot of experience in yeah. that. Can you can you speak on the form? Let the, educate them on the processes. So everyone getting obtaining your passport is easy, but it's not easy. And the reason why I say it's easy because if you do it in enough time or you're not rushing the United States um, embassy and government and everything like that, you'll be just fine. But if you know you have a trip coming up in a month and you come out, oh, I still haven't received my passport. Wait a minute, what? You're not going on a trip it unless you're going to pay a lot of money. Yeah. You can get it same day. Trip. You can get it same day for about three dollars in a lot of your That's eight hours of your time. Three four hundred eight hours of your time. So, yeah, not only are you spending double the price, triple the price, but you're also missing a day of work. So, and then it's not a guarantee that you're going to get it overnight. Like, it's not mm -hmm. guaranteed. So, my thing is, when it comes to traveling, like I tell people all the time, I'm not, I'm late for a lot of stuff, but catching flights and what it got to do when it comes to my travel, I am not. And so, when I first received my passport in 2015, I was going to Dominican Republic and... I was going on a trip in July. I went to go to my passport in February, in which that was pushing it to be honest. And for so July? When, when you go for July, yes. You better than me. I, I just like to get my stuff done because I know how this stuff works, especially now being abroad and seeing different things and all the steps they got to go through. Like I like to get my stuff done ahead, especially when it comes to trips. Yeah, and I'm a procrastinator. You know, I'm a procrastinator. <laughs> I'm definitely a procrastinator, and I'm really bad about it. But even still, with me being a procrastinator, I still, I, the first international trip that I went on that was not a cruise, because I used to do only the cruises. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you, you know, you're a little younger, you know, you ain't got, you ain't got funds to be catching flights like that um, and paying for food and room and board and all that. But the first trip right. I went out on international that wasn't a cruise was Dominican Republic. And I went to get mm -hmm. my passport in, um, I think the end of May, and I was supposed to go the first week in July. So I kind of cut it close. I did get it in time. Yeah, she did. But even still, I gave myself almost two months, which still is not, I mean, it's not a lot of time, but still two months is still good. I have people that we're going to Bahamas in February, and they haven't got their passport yet. And I'm sitting here looking at them like, bruh, it's time. Oh, we need to go God. do something. Yes, yes. And yeah. we've already bought tickets. We've already bought tickets. And you need to make sure you have your money right then and there because you're going to need a, a money order. Um, you're you gonna need your birth certificate, pay. your real birth certificate, yes. not a copy, social security card, something, yes. ID, your ID. Oh, make sure yes. you have your right address on your ID. Everything needs to match. They don't play. Right name, right address, yeah. everything. No nicknames. No. If your mama messed up the spelling of your name when you was a baby, go get that fixed. You can go to the office of vital statistics and go get that fixed. Go, go fix stuff. You know, handle your business. We adults now. Do, do what you need to do. Yes, do what you need to do. Definitely. And what I will say too, this is the one of the pros about an American passport because you can smile. Um, no, you can't. They wouldn't let me smile. I smiled on mine. So that's, that's very interesting. That's it got very, very back. Not only they would let me smile, it got sent back. They bounced it back. Good shit up. Yes, it wasn't even about just the smiling. They bounced it back because um, they didn't. They said it was too close. I didn't have enough space at the top of my head. Um, I didn't even smile, but I tried to smile. They didn't like that. Um, it was just, they just sent they sent it back, and I had to take a look at go they back. They didn't let me smile. No, they didn't let me smile. They said no. 
uh, and they sent it back. So, and, and that's why I was happy I gave myself two months because if I only give myself that six weeks, it wouldn't have come back in time. They bounced it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They said, no, ma'am, no smizing. So, no. See, and I thought that was just a uh, American thing. Like, we can smile because when I look at my other friend's passport, they are not smiling. Like, honestly, they are not smiling. They're looking with a, a jailbird mug on their I have a jailbird mug on mine as well. They were not, they weren't. <laughs> They weren't feeling it. They t- they kicked it back, and I tried to smile and everything. And it might just be who's you know. There's a physical people who are choosing and picking you know these things. So my person might have just been a stickler. Maybe yours is a little bit more you know lenient. I don't know. Because the person who accepted my my uh, stuff when they turned it in, she was fine. She approved it. But then once it got processed, it got kicked back. So wow, that is interesting. Yeah. Oh my god. I have the jailbird photo. Hmm. It'd be like that sometimes. So that's that's it yeah, on passports. Well, look, well, that, well, look, that um, just trumped my whole little story. So, okay. Well. <laughs> she said, well, never mind. <laughs> Moving on. Moving right along. Right. Um, basically. That's so that's what I did for that. I want to also talk about things that are going to help you along your way in your travel. And I know that I am, like I said, I'm a really, really bad procrastinator. Like, I'm really terrible about it. Like, it's pretty bad. Like, I feel it's pretty bad. So what I ended up doing is buying, um, I have, it's called Clear. And if you follow me on social media, when it's, anytime I fly, I always, I shout out to Clear. I need to get some kind of, I need something. They got to have an affiliate program because I put people on Clear all the time. It is so worth your freaking $150. Pay the money, especially if you travel a lot. Yeah. I probably am on yeah. two or three flights a month. Um, and in the summertime, I'm, I probably go on maybe five or six trips uh, in the summer. So I'm always catching flights and I'm always late. And before, you know, waiting through that security line takes a really long time. But with Clear, I skip everybody and I always I always make a, 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 a little live uh, video. And I just, I'm like, look, ain't got to be in this today or not today, Satan or something. I skip that whole line, which in Houston is not that bad if you're in Terminal A because I fly spirit a lot. Um, but when you're in like JFK or you Atlanta airport, oh my gosh, that terminal, the main, because they only have one to get all the terminals. Um, that can be an right. hour almost sometimes hour and a half and I skip the entire line and go straight they walk me right to the part where you putting your stuff in the bin I'm, right. I'm, the, I'm always also, next in line and also let's talk about coming back in the country if you're coming from an international place oh my god you don't have to go through all that willy foo foo like it's like here's yes. your global entry card you oh well, see that's a whole nother people. thing please put them on by global entry because clear oh. is not the clear I'm talking about clear so, but see, Clear came with my global entry card. Okay, yeah, no, I've got Clear separately, and I have to go get a global entry card as well. Um, because I just paid for Clear one time because I was late, and I was gonna miss my flight. It was the line was down, like it, the line was outside of the little this area for the line to be in with, and my flight was leaving in twenty minutes, and that wasn't gonna happen. So I just paid for Clear at the time because I was like, look, I ain't got no option, I have no choices. And then I right. just never let it go. Once I saw that, wait, I get to skip everybody. I'm always next in line. Oh, no, please take my $100. Right. It's so worth $150. So I'm probably going to miss some flights anyway. It's going to cost more than that to replace. So just take my money um, and call it a day. And yeah. I do need, I still need to get global entry. I don't have it, but this is why. Because all the people I travel with, they never got global entry. Then I'm sitting there waiting on them anyway. So I need to get my friends yeah, to get it too. Yeah, that's the only issue with But there that. are bars. There are bars in the in the airport. And then you can just go drink. However, let me tell you, you just gonna have to skip them, girl, because like I tell my friends all the time, 
watch my dust because I'm about to leave y'all. Oh no, I'm still leaving you in to... clear. I'm still leaving you in clear. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm not I'm not waiting with you. If you don't have clear, that's fine. I'll be I'll see you on a plane. And even with coming into um coming back into the country, I'm automatically at baggage. Like they're still trying to go through, do the cuff, do uh uh-uh. I don't have to do none of that. So and you, you it, it is a I'm lot easier and a lot more fun. I'm sorry. Yeah. I said it is a lot easier and a lot more fun. And the, the funny thing is, so I went, I, y'all know I travel a lot and I keep trying to take my friends with me. So for my 30th birthday, I went to Guatemala and I took one of my friends who had never been out the country before. And what she didn't understand is I don't have global entry and she's never been in the um, customs trying to get back. So she's trying to, you know, wait her time. Now, mind you, when I normally get off the plane, I don't wait for people to. Um, I'm not those people that get up as soon as the plane lands. I'm not the person trying to get. I know stuff. me neither. Like I hate I, that. Can we I talk about that? Until, next? We we will. Uh. I wait until every. We're gonna talk about etiquette next. I wait till everybody is already, you know, got their stuff, and I'm I'm gonna be comfortable. I get my stuff and leisurely walk off the plane. And she knows this because we travel together a lot. She just hadn't traveled with me outside the country. But when I leave the country, I ain't got global interest. When I come back, no, I'm the first person. Not only that, I'm the, you know, the kid in school that always walks really fast, their arms behind their back, and they like speeding. Right. That's right. Me. No shame. Zero shame. I need to be the front of the line because what I'm not about to do is wait behind this entire plane of people to get, you know, through the to, through customs and spend an hour waiting in line with my luck. No, I'm I'm the first person. I'm racing. I'm the first person to the little kiosk to go do my little um my right, little entry right. thing. I'm taking my pictures. Don't mess in my pictures. I'm not answering no extra questions. I ain't bringing back no animals, no live, no live plants, no nothing. I'm, I want right. my, I don't want an X on my thing. I want to see the other person. I want to go through. And she was like, "Why are we running? Ask me later. I ain't got time to explain. Let's go. We moving." She's like taking her press sweet time. Look, you can be in line if you want to. I'm, I'm gone. I'm, I'm running through. Like I'm. Don't be the person at the back of the plane. You're gonna be mad. Like don't yeah. wait. That's not the time to sit and wait. Because imagine the 300 people on that plane, and now you have to sit behind Ooh. all of them to get. To get checked through with the customs person, the wave you through. It just takes uh, forever. Uh, and don't get behind a family. Oh my God. Don't let the family look foreign. Oh my gosh. Just I can't. Mm-mm. No, no. Most of the time, the family, yeah. Um, I will say this. I, I, I love the, I do love the global entry. And then also, you all, if you didn't know, there's an app um for coming back into the country where that will also get you through faster, even if you don't have a global entry. Card. Tell them about it, girl. Tell them about it. Um, I'm trying to remember what the name is, but I know it's, it's called the mobile. It's mobile. Um, oh, let me Google it real quick because I know what you're talking about, and there's the signs for entry. it in customs. Yeah, I think it's mobile, just mobile entry or whatever. It's there's an app on your phone, so you can do it while you're on the plane. You sure can. And then you, you can sure enter can. it, and then you can fill out. Um, you can just it's it's literally just called mobile passport control. That's it. Yes, that that's it. Mm-hmm. The mobile passport. So app. before I even had the um global um the global entry, that's what I would use, and I would get it in just super super easy. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's a that's yeah. I I like that. I I forgot all about super, that. Super easy. There are signs about it in the airport, and I just I don't remember yes. it until I see the signs. I'm like, oh yeah, let me do that. So yes. So those are your three. Those are your three tips. Get clear. It's hundred fifty dollars a month, and they have a family plan. It's like two hundred dollars, and you can include up to five people that are in your family. You know what I mean for two hundred dollars. So my husband is on it as well, and then I had a girlfriend at the time that lived with me. She had the same address, so that I put her on it too. Um, and she that's why she won't change her address on her, her ID because she still wants the clear under that two hundred dollar one. And I'm okay with that. I'm not the stingy person that changes my Netflix password. I'm fine with that. But when but no, when I have to pay it next year, I ain't putting you on it. But that's okay. 
Um, <laughs> and then definitely get global entry. And if you cannot get global entry, and how you how do you get global entry? First of all, you can just Google. I tell people all the time, stop asking me for tips. Just Google global entry, but and global you, entry is actually cheaper. It's cheaper, and it comes with two benefits: you get back in the country faster, and you also get the clear. And my global entry card was only eighty five dollars. Well, let me get global entry. I didn't know it came with clear, man. See, now, quick, now yes. I feel got that. Now I feel like I done got got. Yes. Put me on. That's why I had you on the show. Put me <laughs> on. I'm not, clear is not getting my money from scratch no more. I'm getting global entry in clear because I travel too much. <laughs> I, yes. I can't do it. My husband got to get it too because um, my husband looks like an angry black man no matter what. Like, he's happy. He just looks angry. And he always gets called for freaking verification. Mine will let me go straight through. He still gets called for verification. So I don't even do it with him anymore. You know how you can do one, mm-hmm. one household? I don't do household yeah. anymore because you always get called. And I mean, I get called too. No, I want my own little kiosk. You go over there. So he yeah, needs babe. to get one too. Mm-hmm. To go over there. Sorry, yes. Man. Now, okay. Lastly, I want to talk about etiquette because there's some things people don't really understand and it really angers me. And I want to, I want to help you not be that a-hole that people don't like. So I'll let you start. What's your pet peeve when it comes to travel etiquette? My pet peeve is what you just named. Those people, as soon as the plane lands, you jump up like we about to get off the plane right then and there. Like, hello, wait till it's your dang gone turn and get your global entry so you won't have to be running people through because if I'm in seat 30- and you done came all the way from 52. We got a problem. We That's got a me. problem. I'm the first and I'm a bogart you and I'm gonna get back in my spot. Because oh, we're not about to do it. We not I now understand these flights are long. Believe me, I have a, a, a limitation on how long I can stand the flight for real, for real. But come on, y'all. Come on. Like that's my number one rule when it comes that's my number one pet peeve, and that's the number one thing I try to, you know really make sure I'm in line with. Yeah, no, nah, I feel like I, I'm, I'm <laughs> about entry. I can't, I'm that person. I'm the first person. I tell my friends, get up, we go, we gotta go. Like, we need to be the first person in line. I don't care if I'm in seat 72. Like, I'm the first person. No. I got no, to. I got like, to. I got that to. That be make me about to fight, okay? That be make me about to fight and I be trying to calm down. Okay, so my pet peeve is, if you know that you are not the person at the window stop buckling your seatbelt before people get to your yeah. seat because you're going to take off you're the one causing the traffic jam because now you have to unbuckle your seatbelt get out the thing they have to get in and guess what the people behind them are still waiting don't be that person like i i hate I that it's, even if i'm not in that room look at you like you are making the traffic jam and that is why it takes long to get on the freaking plane you know people are still coming I if you're in the middle seat there's going to be somebody on side of you and if there's not, it is, it's okay to just buckle your seatbelt later. It's not going to kill you. Just wait to buckle your seatbelt. I promise you. I promise you the plane not going to crash while we're boarding. I promise. I promise. I promise. <laughs> I promise. If the yeah, plane crash while you're boarding, I will come and pay for your your service, your your help services. I promise. I will. Okay. It's not crashing. Okay. I cannot. No, I agree. That That is definitely, definitely annoying. Um, And I know a lot of people. Well, I, I don't know them personally, but I've seen a lot of people who do that. And I'm just like, really? Really? Okay. You know you're going to get up. Or my, another pet peeve of mine, okay, is when they tell you to remain in your seat when we in the oh air. Oh, my gosh. You, let me tell you something. It is people who are overcoming their fear every day of being on a damn plane. I am one of them, Okay. So when we're going through whatever type of turbulence we're going through and they tell you to sit your ass down, 
I'm gonna need you to sit your ass down. Man, so like, they ain't gotta keep annoying me every five seconds saying, ma'am, if you're standing up, if you're a person standing up, if you happen to be standing up right now, you know it's you. You the one standing up, go sit down. Right, right. Please sit your behind down. Please. We don't want to okay. have to hear this announcement every five seconds. And then you sit there like, pretending like it's not you. We can see you. We all that see That is you. so annoying. Like, it's so annoying. It's so nerve-wracking. And, yeah, like, listen, okay, some of us, like I just said, we are trying to deal with the fact that the plane is turbulent, okay? We're trying to deal with the fact that, look, we on this plane because we're trying to go to all these destinations we want to see in life. I need you to sit down. I'm, I'm really going to need you to sit down. I get more annoyed when, I mean, I get annoyed when the person was already up and they don't go sit down. I get more annoyed when they just said, we putting our seatbelt fast and sound, don't get right. up. And then you get up. Right. And I'm just looking at like, so you, wait, so do you not value your life? Because so if they hit a hard left hurt. or something, or we hit something real big and your butt go flying to the roof, I'm just going to sit and look at you. And right. I'll be like, well, bet you won't do that shit again. I mean, Hopefully. absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous like just sit down like they know what they're doing they've been doing this for a while like okay now let's talk about when people are in the airport and it's time for baggage oh my gosh because oh my honey the people who go and stand right first of all if you did a transfer flight let me just educate people on this because i didn't notice either until um i moved to kuwait if you're on a transfer flight your bags are always going to be last just being exactly because they were on the plane right so you're gonna have to just get in the back with everybody else so go get some go guard people and thinking your bag's about to come out it doesn't work that way i don't even pack bags i just don't you had to obviously because you went to move but i would have shipped my stuff right. i don't i don't even i don't like baggage claim i don't take bags and i don't i hate when my friends take bags and i tell them if you got a bag i'm going to go get something to drink at the bar because i'm not waiting i'm not doing that shit show i'm not i just don't take bags i just don't sorry not going to i'm gonna be I, honest with you if my flight is i mean not my flight if my trip is like maybe seven days or less i try not to take a bag i honestly do because i'm like you i hate since moving to kuwait i hate baggage claims one because here they literally load the bags one at a time. And I don't know what the hell they be doing. I don't wow. know who is giving out orders. But they it was like that in Guatemala, actually. They would literally put one. Maybe they're checking one. them before they put them on. I don't know. But it was the most annoying thing. And my friend brought a bag. And I'm like you. I don't. I, if I'm going somewhere longer than seven days, I do take a bag. For instance, um, we went to like Jamaica and Grand Cayman and somewhere else. And obviously, we're going to be gone a hot minute. I think it was 10 days or somewhere gone. We went to Italy for uh, like, I think, four to 11, 14, something like that. So it was longer than a week. Okay, I took a bag because I'm like, I mean, I have to. And I think I, I was I had my um, had a wedding ceremony out there. So obviously, you know, I need a dress and all that. It, I need space. But if it's less than seven right. days, don't take no bag. You better get a backpack and keep it moving. Learn how to pack correctly. And if you don't know how to pack, I have a whole video about that on my website. On, on, it's bombshellshow.com. Right. I have a whole website on how to pack in a backpack. And have two pairs of shoes, five outfits, three dresses, some swimsuits, everything. That's correct. When I went to um, Dubai recently, I did not check a bag. It was not a purpose. We only went for a long extended weekend. I'm not checking a bag for that, standing in line. If you can make a whole bag, you can make a freaking, you can, you can, if you can make a whole bag, you can pack in a backpack. Come through, yes, ma'am. 
Um, when I went to South Africa, because I went for 10 days, I did pack a bag. I absolutely packed a bag. This time around, we're getting ready to go to Bahrain. And again, mm-hmm. we're going for four days. I'm not packing, I'm not checking a bag. Like, that's so unnecessary. It really, really is. So unnecessary. And then now you got to wait in baggage claim. I'm, I'm not waiting with you, so. Right. And I don't feel bad about not waiting with you. Oh no! I now that now that I will say I'm not that friend, unfortunately, to sit up there and you know leave you at baggage. However, I am going to show you that I'm highly annoyed, um, because I'm like you should listen to me. Like you should listen. Why why are we in baggage claim right now? I I I don't know. I just. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going. I'm, I'm going to go to the bar. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm going to the bar. So. <laughs> I, yeah, they, my friends know if they don't know how to find me. I'm probably at the bar. That's just what it is. So, oh, well. Okay. Yeah. So those are our pet peeves. Um, oh, what's that sound? It's time for our learn a lesson moment. Learn a All lesson right. moment. Yeah. Hey. Um. Today's learning lesson moment. I want to talk about how to fly spirit. That's important. Too. Oh my god! It's important. Y'all know I got a whole video on it, man. How to fly spirit. I was gonna talk about some now, now since we got into the packaging and all that. I want to talk about how to fly spirit. It's important. I'm gonna give you some real quick tips on how to fly spirit, or or when mm. not to fly spirit. It's not for every time. Every trip is not a spirit flight. I don't only fly spirit. I just no trip me. is a spirit flight, y'all. No I trip. love spirit. <laughs> spirit allows me to live my dreams. No, true. It is. Yes. But hey, this, girl, give them advice, girl. Give okay. Them These are my tips. The first tip is if you are not flexible, do not use spirit. That's the first tip all day long. If you have somewhere to be on a specific day and you're not flexible about when you can travel, do not fly spirit. Spirit is not a, a is not they're not super reliable. You know what I mean? It's like riding the bus. The bus say could be there at 8:30, might be there at 8:30, might be there at 8:45, might be there at 8:15. We don't know. Just be there at 8 and wait. You know what I mean? So yeah. If you have a couple of days to wait, that's fine. If you can leave a day early, always leave a day early. So I never try to leave on spirit if I have something to do that day. If I have something to do the next day, maybe in the afternoon, because you need time, you know, you need time for things. That's the first thing. Also be flexible because they be having super huge price fluctuations. Like you can, it'll tell you what the prices are for that entire week. So if I want to be somewhere on Thursday, I'll type in, I want to leave on Wednesday. Wednesday's ticket might be 90. Tuesday's ticket might be 35. Okay, well, I'm leaving on Tuesday. Looks like I'm leaving on Tuesday. I find something to do Wednesday. It's fine. Whatever. Cool. Because whatever amount I'm spending on my travel and my lodging, I'm probably going to save more um, getting the cheaper ticket than it would be buying the more expensive ticket. Plus, I have a whole nother day in the city that I'm not, you know, from. Um, Number two, pack light. Pack a backpack. Your carry-on. Anything with wheels is not going to count as your free stuff. I don't care. If it has wheels, it's probably not going to count. And if it does have wheels, you're taking up space. You could put your clothing in. Um, for the wheel space and just don't do it take a backpack it's easier to walk around a backpack anyway then you got to carry around this luggage looking like a traveler looking like a tourist looking like a, a target um my my trick for that is i'm gonna tell y'all and they probably gonna start checking because I'm, i've been saying it so much take a bag right like let's say you, you can't fit your toiletries in there you can't fit your makeup you can't fit whatever whatever extra little thing you have take another bag like a thank you for shopping bag um a chick-fil-a bag or go ask panda express for a bag and you put the toiletries in that bag now it looks like you just brought on food nobody cares about food it's not extra bag it's food you know what i mean 
and then deal with that bag later. You know, sometimes I even take an extra bag, put that bag inside the bag. So when I get to where I'm going, I ain't got to have a Chipotle bag. I'll take the bag I put inside the bag out, put my toys in that bag and walk around with that. And then when I get back to the airport, I put that back inside some restaurant bag. And then now it looks like I just got a restaurant bag. That's my other trick. Then the packing. I'm going to tell you the packing real quick, how to pack when you put the bag in. You put your shoes on the bottom of the backpack, right? Shoes go on the bottom. It makes like a nice open area for you to properly like have a, a, gl- a good platform to put your clothes in. Then whatever your biggest shoes are, you wear those. I don't care about how ugly you're going to look when you get on the plane. No one cares. If you're trying to look cute when you get off the plane, find a bathroom before you meet your party. It's going to be fine. Then whatever the biggest pair of pants, the thickest pair of pants, you wear those. Then you're going to layer it with leggings, dresses, shirts. Um, fold them really nicely. Uh, if you fold them properly, you roll them all in one, it works much better than you trying to like, you know, just cram everything in there. It doesn't work very well. On top of your clothes, then you put your jeans. Then you put if you got wigs or whatever else on top. Then the toiletries go last. That's how you pack the backpack. You put your toiletry bags on top of all the other stuff, and then you close it up, and then that's that's how you work it. But spirits are not free. Nothing in spirit is free. Everything costs. Make sure you print out your boarding yes. pass, horrible. or you have, or it ain't gotta be horrible. It's not horrible. It is providing a discount service for people like me who want to travel to Vegas for thirty dollars. Okay, it's important. I so, <laughs> love the drink. And the pretzels and the peanut, like I like that kind of stuff. And you can pay and for it. And united. No, uh, uh-uh, uh, 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 no, ma'am. But you're paying more for your <laughs> ticket. I'd much rather. I mean, I don't only use Spirit. Like if I'm obviously when I'm going to, you know, Italy or something, yes, I'm gonna go fly Emirates or I'm gonna go fly British Airways or whatever because I right. need food. But if I'm just going to Vegas, I let me pay thirty dollars to get to Vegas. I will pay a thirty dollar round trip if it means I, I gotta pay it. an extra five dollars for some pretzels. I paid $35, $30 for the trip. It's fine. I can pay $5 for the pretzels. My trip is $30. It's going to be all right. Nothing's free. Water's not free. Not even water. Ice ain't free. A cup ain't free. Nothing is free. Don't assume that even water is free. It's not. Um, get your sign in on the mobile app. It's free. If you do it on mobile app, and they, you pass them your phone, and they, they check your thing on the phone. They scan your phone. Nothing is free. That's how people get mad, right? They think, oh, I'll go check in my luggage. And then they realize, think that the luggage is free because they're like, oh, this is a carry-on on my other thing. Carry-ons are not free on Spirit. Only personal items are free on Spirit, like a purse uh-huh. or a backpack. So now you're mad because you got to pay $100 that you didn't have to pay. If you have a family, not to get in $400, $500. Or you might say, oh, I thought, you know, me signing, checking in at the counter would be free because that's free on another flight. Well, it's not on Spirit. It's $10. Now, if you got a family of five, that's $50 extra you weren't p- planning on paying. And if you wait till last minute, you can't even go pay, go do it on your phone anymore. You have until 45 minutes before your flight to check in on your phone for free. So now if you got there 30 minutes before because you got clear like me, you show up at the last minute, you're like, dang, now I got to pay $10 per person. Or people get mad. Like you said, there's no food, there's no water, and they don't take cash. So if you don't have a debit card with you, you hungry. You know what I mean? That's just what it is. Things cost. Be prepared. If you are very prepared, your flight will stay the cheap price that you thought it was going to be. If you don't prepare yourself, you could easily end up paying the same you might have paid for Delta or, you know, United, only you ain't got no perks and you barely making it in life and your seats are not as nice and you your knees to your chest, you know? But if you're going somewhere really quick, like Vegas is like two hour flight or, you know, you know Mexico for two hours, whatever, it's worth it to pay. I think for Guatemala, my, my whole ticket for Guatemala was $145 round trip. You can't beat that, man. Oh, wow. Yay. Yeah, that's why I love spirit. You just got to be prepared ahead of time. Oh, spirit flew you to Guatemala. Oh, okay. Yes, okay. I done went to Guatemala. Um, I done went to Cabo a couple times. 
um, Cancun, Jamaica. Spirit be going, man. They be going places, man. It, and for cheap, round trip cheap to Cabo, I had a whole trip, right? I paid for two people flying out there, all-inclusive resort for a whole six days, $500. Done. All done on Spirit. Oh, wow. They booked my hotel and everything. All-inclusive. All alcohol, food, everything paid for $500 for two people. Where are you going to get that at? Don't be knocking spirit, man. Spirit out here helping people live their dreams every day. Every day. Don't knock spirit. Just saying. Might want to revisit. Just saying. But you need to be flexible because sometimes spirit, you know, be tripping on their times and stuff, you know. So, I mean, I'm not saying that best. I'm just saying. <laughs> and that's a part of the discounted price. It's a, it's a part of the whole discount. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you also not paying a yeah. lot of money for it. So it kind of is a catch 22, you know? But I will say, people say Spirit has really bad customer service. I've missed a flight because it was my fault. I just missed my flight and Spirit put me on the next one for free. And that was my fault. Like, it wasn't even like they messed up on that. I just didn't show up on time. You know what I mean? And they still put me on for free. They answered the phone well. When I remember that um, people also need to learn how to use their resources because I remember my flight got canceled coming back um, for Christmas this past uh, Christmas. And I was trying to come back from Atlanta and it got canceled at like 6 a.m. Mind you, my husband, I love him to death, but he didn't... Um, he didn't check his flight status on the email, so we drove three hours because we weren't actually in Atlanta. Drove three hours to get to Atlanta for a canceled flight that they told us was canceled at 1 a.m., and we left at 4 a.m., so we would have been known. We could have stayed where we were and went back to sleep, but he didn't check. But anyway, and all the people were complaining about the line to deal with it and how to get back in and all that other stuff. Um, Spirit has a website and a telephone number you can call. Everybody was in line for hours trying to get this stuff done. I got it done in 20 minutes on the phone. I called, and I told them what happened. They got, they got me rescheduled everything on the phone in 20 minutes. Like My whole time was like maybe... 15 minutes, which I understand because you have a plane of 500 people who are supposed to be going somewhere and now they can't go. So it is what it is. But that's your learn a lesson moment. Learn a lesson moment. Yeah, I know y'all like my song. Eventually I get somebody to sing it for real, but I'm not. But <laughs> that's the end of our show. I want to plug in uh, Black Mother to find you. Yes, so to everyone that wants more information on how to live and travel abroad, my information for Instagram is black underscore girl underscore abroad underscore. You can also find me on Twitter at BG abroad underscore. And I have a YouTube channel. So if you want to know what life is like in Kuwait, in the Middle East, all the places I've traveled, you can find my YouTube channel at black girl abroad. Awesome. Yay. And that's our show. Okay, bye now. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, bye-bye. Okay, bye. Bye. This that bullshit show.